Welcome to the Donkey's Best Friend Podcast. I am your host, Bobito, a.k.a. Bobito Mosquito, a.k.a. The Funk Soul Brother, a.k.a. Master B, a.k.a. Styles B, a.k.a. BMX. And you are listening to the 42nd episode of the podcast. To everybody who listened to the podcast, I am immensely grateful for you. Um, grateful for your interactions, grateful for all your ideas grateful for everything like real talk um you just spending some time listening and i'm gonna try and keep it brief <laughs> the episodes have been increasing in length um every now and then it's called for every now and then it's not it's just me meandering over uh nothingness but we'll try to keep it brief today even though jesus christ <laughs> there's some some madness <laughs> that, that I want to get into man But yeah We are here 42nd episode um, I just got back From a lad's holiday Like uh, Gents holiday Whatever you want to call it uh, Over the long weekend My first holiday Like actual vacation Not like Taking uh, Leave or whatever uh, And I can't even remember how long um, I really enjoyed it and i felt really off fuel really recharged um went to the bush saw some animals took a bunch of hikes um took a game drive self game drive which is <laughs> a whole nother thing <laughs> and it was evening or oh, going into evening so <laughs> niggas got a bit um nervous as the sun is going down <laughs> Uh, I saw a fucking snake on one of my hikes But it was a self hike So I was even more bung uh, Jesus Christ right? Holy Wow Wow That was That was another experience right? <laughs> But I think that was the moment um, That I real That I really switched off Like um, That whole idea Like You know you've got your brain That's Like your Day to day brain That's like focused on so many different moving parts in your life and then when you go on vacation it's pretty hard to switch that off even though that's the whole purpose it's hard to switch it off but i think that was the moment that i was like holy shit wait a second there's a fucking snake <laughs> you if if that doesn't bring you into um the present i feel like nothing will and that's exactly what it did for me um I got um, I got stared down by a pack of giraffes. <laughs> I don't know if pack is the right um, group, whatever. I can't remember what those things are called. Um, yeah, I don't know, but it was on our. It was while we we're leaving, and like leaving to come back home, and I'm driving, and we're driving down this like gravel road. And boom, giraffe. Okay, holy shit. We saw you or a giraffe like maybe the day before. Um, I was like, holy shit, giraffe, cool. Now we see like a pack of them in the pretty much the exact same spot. And they just like keep skiffing our, our, uh, our car. And I'm like, yo. So my first instinct is dude. But I realized, dude, you're in the fucking bush. Don't be an asshole. So I don't. But now my mates are like, bro, just go. Just, like, go. And in my mind, so we took my mom's car because it's, like, a big car that could fit everybody. 
So, in my mind, I'm like, bro, what happens when I bring my mom back her car? <laughs> it's gonna fucking giraffe hoof print on the dash <laughs> or on the bonnet. <laughs> what the fuck happened? And I'm like, yo, I tried to play chicken with a giraffe and lost. <laughs> Like, no way. So I was called a bitch and all kinds of slander because I wouldn't either run over the giraffe, pack a giraffe, or force them to move. So I reversed out and I had to reverse the whole way until we hit like a driveway. And while I'm, while I'm reversing, these niggas are just continuously slandering me about how I'm such a bitch, how I let a giraffe stare me down, that giraffe's got big and nasty me, all this kind of slander. Anyway, it was a really cool trip. Um, I lost my voice. Luckily, I've got it back. <laughs> I lost my voice on the drive there. If you can imagine, the six of us in the car, uh, blaring music, and um, we're just talking over each other the whole trip. And... For some reason, I lose my voice And Keegan lost his voice a little bit But not as bad as me But yeah, man It was a pretty, pretty dope trip Come back, I'm re-energized Come back to work Work is waiting for me in a huge way I'm like, it's cool, whatever I'm back And while doing some work today I'm watching a YouTube video And this YouTube video was um, Based on uh, you know like when you're going through the, the rabbit hole So I think I was watching a podcast um, That led into a talk By um, I think it was um, Jordan Peterson That led into A video about why the Joker Is hated by critics Which surprised me I was like yo what the fuck The Joker is hated by critics which critics are these and why the fuck they hate the Joker like I would think that the Joker is one of those movies that critics fucking fawn over and whatever but clearly not and I'm sure it's some critics you know what I mean but as well they made sure to mention that the fan or the user uh, reviews on the Joker were overwhelmingly um, positive so that was like that goes without saying I think um, I, I know that people are split on the Joker uh, The character His arc What it says about society All these kinds of things I think it's pretty on the nose Like it's hard to um, Avoid what it's saying um, But As I'm watching this thing I'm starting to realize something slowly But I'll get to that in a second So My base instinct on Or base reaction to the Joker Which I've watched like three times at this point uh, was that okay so the Joker is somebody on the outskirts or like on the peripherals uh, of society who's just marginalized um, belittled um, basically treated like he's less than and more so in some ways shapes and forms in a violent way like sometimes I mean we can get lost in the idea that yo like or I think it's maybe part of toxic masculinity but it's like yo boohoo 
Like, who gives a fuck about your cries, bro? Like, everybody's got their own struggles. Everybody's got their own battles. Like, nobody's here to cry for you. You sort your shit out or not. Nobody's here, you know what I mean? But then are there tools to do that and all this kind of stuff? Like, those are the things. And as you see in the movie, his tools to cope are slowly taken away. Um, but let, let alone that, like, the fact that the the shunning of society that he experiences not only just um maybe emotional maybe um socially but he's also violently or maybe not violent yeah violently but i was gonna say violently shunned maybe not violently shunned but maybe violently abused due to his differences with society and due to people misunderstanding him and he's verbally abused as well and just you see a very hostile environment that he lives within and i think what the movie does well or i don't know if it's well or not but it does well actually it does it does it well because it's what it attempts to do i'm assuming is that it tries to paint this man the joker the character as a sympathetic maybe tragic hero maybe a sympathetic villain rather but in the movie he's kind of a tragic hero well maybe not a tragic hero but maybe uh what's the word uh, an anti-hero there we go yeah he's not really a hero but you end up rooting for him which is what the critics were pretty pissed off at because in their in their view we are justifying the maybe violent outbursts of mentally unstable people as a reaction to a hostile environment um i don't know how deep they go into this but just that thought made me think for a second because immediately i'm like nah fuck off brother joke like my first thought is nah fuck off like you get what you give the world and the environment that he lived in created this monster Therefore, they can't now turn around and be like, no, you can't be like that. Like, it's kind of like my my theory, a friend of mine. It's not my theory. It's a friend of mine's theory, uh, but I've adopted it. Um, it's kind of like, yo, so simply put, me and him used to, or yeah, we still I haven't done it in a long ass time. And I don't think we will fucking grow. We used to like wrestle and punch each other and shit like that uh, all the time. And before, like, very early in our relationship, um, I remember hitting him, but kind of softly, like, it wasn't a, like, maybe, yeah, yeah, it's kind of softly. Definitely not full strength, maybe not even 50% strength, but decent, decent shot. Maybe the area that I shot him at, I can't remember, but I gave him a decent shot. And the retaliation was so fucking violent, <laughs> Like, <laughs> like it took me off guard. And I was pissed off. I was like, yo, what the fuck, bruh? Why did you hit me so hard? And he was like, because you hit me. I was like, yo, but I didn't hit you that hard. And he was like, it doesn't matter. You hit me. You don't get to choose how hard I hit you back. And that stuck with me. Because at the time, I was like, no, but that's a bit unreasonable. But the the gen- the, 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 the idea isn't. You chose violence. You decided to hit me. You initiated this whole thing. You cannot be upset if my retaliation or my um, 
yeah my retaliation does not evenly meet yours in fact it shouldn't it should make sure that you don't ever see that as a reasonable thing to do you know what i mean so when i see the joker and i see him let's say murder that guy murphy or whatever his name was um robert de niro's character like for making fun of him and making him the butt of a joke and basically catching the raw deal for all the abuse that he'd gotten and like you know up until that point but you kind of think yo bro you decided to pick on somebody who you had no clue what's going on yeah maybe you can um say comedian whatever and all that kind of stuff and personally i do believe i'm one of those people that believe that comedians um and for the majority for for the most part people in general um should be allowed to say whatever they want uh voice their opinions um yeah i i just i don't think so yeah i think they should be allowed to do so but then i also kind of re- understand that these words these thoughts these things can maybe inflict harm or pain or whatever on other people at worst and this is definitely worse for me this is like the real because that as i said earlier toxic masculinity is kind of like oh like deal with it bro like i don't know you know what i mean i don't know um but what's more troubling for me is the idea that these words these ideas especially when well articulated but the ideas themselves perhaps are dangerous then these ideas can maybe kickstart or be the fuel to a fire of hatred and that's when it gets tricky but i i don't think the solution is to police people's ideas police people's thoughts police people's like freedom of speech <laughs> fuck i hate saying that uh, but it's true like i do believe people especially comedians like i said uh deserve or yeah i feel like people need to be able to voice themselves without fear of judgment without fear of isolation without fear of um ostracization i don't think that's it without fear of being ostracized (laughs) yeah man um but yeah so the joker all of this shit and then i saw a parallel i don't know if it was in the video but it slowly started reminding me oh yes so i think they referenced it in this video they referenced like this community called the incels which yet again another time early on this year i went down a rabbit hole where i was listening to like true crime or watching but listening because i was doing something else at the time uh, i think i was cooking and i was listening to true crime um murders or whatever and like how these things happen i can't remember what channel i wish i did for you guys but it was just some youtube channel and they were discussing it, it the, the youtube channel is based 
on the premise that they look at crimes committed by people and one of the crimes was committed by this dude named Elliot Roger and I'm listening to like the intro got me hooked immediately it was like yo this dude like comes from a good family decent kind of person went on a rampage and killed a bunch of men and women um and became a um leader or maybe not leader because he committed suicide at the end of his rampage so maybe a martyr if you can call it that for a group of individuals or a, a group a group of people like an online community that's that's the word would called the incels an incel is short for involuntary celibate so basically a like online community of people who like wanna who are not celibate by their choice they're celibate by rejection basically people uh either men or women or anywhere else you fall on what's becoming a gender um spectrum but anywhere else you fall on this you've been these people have been rejected by all and they like kind of build this kind of like hatred towards not only themselves but to those within relationships those uh, participating in sexual activities those getting it on um and not only that but they also and maybe i'm mischaracterizing this 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 community but i don't think so to be fair i don't think so from what i've seen perhaps let me hear somebody from this in, in, in community describe their involvement in this i've heard some like some people speak about it speak from this community and it does generally have a tone of anger um and definitely misogynistic undertones maybe not even undertones maybe overtones maybe it's like completely on front street and this Elliot Roger dude right so I'll give you a brief understanding of what I remember of this dude so this dude was like very shy if you can call it that didn't really get along with people got bullied when he was a kid uh made it found it hard to make friends but also from people who apparently have come out and spoken about him after his um rampage and murders they've come out and said like yo we tried to like kick it with the dude but the dude didn't want to kick it with us and there could be a hundred reasons for that i'm not going to speculate and he's got a hundred and seven thousand manuscript or manifesto if you want to call it that that he wrote and published or sent to like his close family and friends which is kind of um what's the word friends at least like that that doesn't make sense so maybe close family his psychologist um some other people and he sent this out to them like yo this is kind of where my head's at and he posted a video just before he went on his rampage basically alerting people that he was about what he was about to do and why and basically his justification well let me not get to that i'm skipping ahead so first he's talking about um 
how oh he's constantly so he starts a youtube channel kind of thing which has very little views because obviously he doesn't have any friends um he's not really social at all except for this kind of he comes on kind of like me right now <laughs> uh except i yeah no kind of like me let's just keep it there kind of like me um and just like selfie kind of camera and just dis- starts discussing whatever he wants to discuss but more so he's always discussing he, he was discussing like why or kind of asking like why don't women feel him like he, he he's fucking gorgeous is what he says and to be fair he's not a bad looking dude he wasn't a bad looking dude at all um yeah not a bad looking dude at all i'd hazard to guess he's probably more handsome than me i'd say in any case um not a bad looking dude he had a bm uh which for some reason he thought would, <laughs> would help him with women which is a reasonable like like I, I won't say he's completely off in that but it only helps slightly like i think you have to have bare minimum some kind of game you have to have some kind of human ability to connect with people you can't just rock up with the bm step out the whip and be like come get me <laughs> it's not how shit works but that's how he seemed to think it worked uh, he kept himself well groomed um he spoke of himself like he was polite which contradicts some of the actions that he's been known to, or he had been known to do at the time which um, some of them involved like throwing hot coffee on couples that he saw because he was jealous um, or women that spurned his advances and his advances were not like direct enough to even be called advances and when i say spurn maybe they didn't smile at him and he threw coffee on them i'm laughing because like i don't know it's a like it's i think you know by now i have like these nervous reactions whatever i'm not really nervous but i just don't understand like enough yet i'm trying to on the fly while i'm speaking to you guys um and yeah man so he's got all this like he keeps he keeps he builds up like slowly but surely this angle towards not only um women who he feels entitled to their bodies in terms of a sexual like interaction um he feels entitled to being viewed in a certain way by society and he's just slowly like self-stewing which you can kind of relate to the joker they like both slowly descending into on the joker side madness if you can call it that uh mental illness if you can call it that on elliot's side i think madness might be different maybe rage maybe hatred but i'm not a like psychologist or whatever but you'd kind of think maybe mental illness because like what you're doing maybe i don't understand mental illness or the different kinds of mental illnesses and that would make sense because i'm not a psychologist um i know my own issues and even those like just i'm still trying to learn trying to figure out um my flaws mentally to make sure that they don't i mean i don't think i'd become a radical like this i don't think i'm i'm, I'm capable of becoming radical um that's just my 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 view on myself um 
think it would be very hard to radicalize me <laughs> but who knows try <laughs> but anyway so this dude goes about his 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 life like this and eventually he's like fuck it i'm done he writes this manifesto and then he describes how he's gonna go about and murder people and he does so he literally so he, he i think he had he was living with like a group of three mates four mates including him i think and he murders them first these three guys in the flat that they all live in i think one by one like as one dude came home murder next dude murder next dude murder from there he drives to a sorority house um uh, that he can't get into but his plan was to murder them um so once he can't get in he turns his attention to like a group of women on the street kills two injures one um then he goes on like a pretty much like like gta style murder street like he just goes down the street shooting people hitting people with his car just going crazy cops come he gets in a gunfight with the cops uh crashes his whip so now he has no getaway vehicle and shoots himself in the head but because of the manifesto and because of the documentation of all of his thoughts and his quote-unquote involuntary celibacy there were a few people not even a few he became was debatable because i was listening to somebody talk about this um and remember this community is called the incel so incels so this dude is an incel or former incel and he was talking about he was like a like forum leader so like these forums where these incels speak about like their radicalization and their ideas and their extremist views and all this kind of shit um he would make sure that it didn't cross a line but eventually he leaves the community so you may we have to kind of take what he says at, with a pinch of salt because obviously he left so he's more on the side of seeing this community as harmful which i'm also on that side but i just want to make sure that like you understand that he's on my side and therefore we're not really getting the feedback from somebody within the community who believes in these views and still believes that there's um some merit to it which i have yet to see but like i always say i can't know until i speak to somebody from that side um in any case he basically says that there are some people who yeah kind of hero worship this guy see him as a martyr or whatever and kind of see it as a blueprint of like how to deal with a society that doesn't accept you how to deal with women who don't accept you which is fucking worrying like insanity but it comes back to something i was saying in another podcast where a woman in south africa was murdered by her boyfriend or ex-boyfriend either yeah ex-boyfriend and she had children dude she was murdered at her place of work or i think she was at work she went out to take a lunch break and she was murdered by this guy and it was after she, she broke up with him if i remember correctly and you just think to yourself like what the fuck would cause a man to do so and i think i came to like we all come to the kind of conclusion that it's fragile masculinity um it's a fragile ego it's an entitlement to a human being like there's a lot that goes into this and i think there's parallels with this 
incel community and how they behave towards rejection, how they behave towards being ostracized, that's worrying. But at the same time, I can't speak towards the feeling of being so isolated because it's never been my reality. I've always been accepted to some degree in the society that I live in. Whether that acceptance was whole or what? Whole, what was the word? Like where everybody accepts you, which is kind of impossible if you think about it. You always have people who don't like you. Um, and some of those people, if you're not a like unreasonable, if you don't have an unrealistic view of yourself, some of those people are justified in their not liking of you. Like I definitely know that there's people who are walking around um, who don't like me um, not haters per se because like a hater kind of like I think in their mind they're like ooh Bobo's winning or ooh Bobo's doing this I fucking hate that which is people who don't believe that I am a maybe good person or maybe just don't like the person that I am uh, maybe they don't have a view on whether I'm good or bad they just don't like me that's fair I mean there's things about me and especially if you catch me on the bad on the wrong day yeah you'll definitely not like me <laughs> it's fair <laughs> you don't have to like me but I have enough people around me um, to balance out I have enough like I, I, I I'm happy with what I have I've gone from popularity to maybe not so popular popularity to like obscurity and kind of doesn't matter as long as you've got your core group of friends your core family like just people who you can socialize with but if you don't have that it can be i'm sure easy to be radicalized in this kind of way and to kind of start blaming others for this and i don't know i don't know I'm not trying to justify what they do I'm just trying to understand it like just trying to understand because it seems like an easy maybe not an easy fix because kind of like if you give into their belief or you you give them like okay fuck it you are being shunned let's give you some attention it's kind of like you're rewarding their inability to attempt to because that, that that was the big thing with this dude Elliot Roger he didn't really attempt to ingratiate himself within society and then blame society for not being great like like for not accepting it it's kind of which is kind of crazy but there has to be a middle ground like I don't want to say that like i'll tell you like i'm definitely one of those people that if i don't really vibe with you um then i don't see a need for us to be homies i think everybody's like that i don't see even people that i do vibe with i don't see the need for us to become homies like if i see you i'm like hey i fuck with that guy he's pretty cool whatever yeah i like that guy or i don't like that guy or i like that chick or i don't like that chick you know what i mean um but yeah i don't know man I think I wouldn't say it's a basic human right to have relationships but I think it's definitely a basic human need yeah 
but you don't have a right to people's time you don't have a right to women's bodies you don't have a right to treat people in a hateful way because you are not getting that basic need of social like like social interaction I'm talking about social. These guys were six. <laughs> it's just... I'm laughing... Because... That's what it boils down to. Like, they've now... Be- they've now got a community. If you think about it. They've got an online community... Where they have the opportunity... To make friends. To create bonds... With each other. With people. So... Even though it's throughout hatred, like through, like it's maybe rooted in a very bad view of the world, view of yourself, view of people. It's still something, <laughs> especially when you have nothing. It's something, dude, and it's not enough. They want, they want to bang. <laughs> They want bums. They were. <laughs> I just find it so. Like, I, I. You know what? You know what, guys? You know what? I'm gonna fucking Trojan horse this bitch. I'm gonna figure out how or where these forums exist. I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna see what these motherfuckers talk about. I wanna know, bro. I wanna know. I wanna know if these guys are really out here. Like, nah, we deserve. Poon Tang. <laughs> A woman, we deserve dick. Why aren't they trying to dick us down? It would be interesting to see the percentage of women versus men. I think it's probably like 99.9% men. Like the odd woman, like, hey, <laughs> they won't fuck me. Ah, <laughs> uh, I got a bit silly there. I'm back, baby. <laughs> But yeah, man, it's like, long story short, um, it's pretty, I think it's just one of those things in society, like a lot of other things in society that we need to figure out before these guys keep, because they are getting radicalized and they are committing actual acts of violence, mass murders, crimes, they're really out here. And I mean, we're never going to get to this utopia that people are trying to um, create especially like I've spoken about this quite a few times but like how these people and I guess it makes sense you can't really okay so first of all I've spoken about this thing where people like demonize people for thinking differently than them or in their mind being wrong and I guess this is one of those things that it's kind of hard to like like look at it in any other way especially when you look at it like i do like these guys just want bums like i i would find it hard for a woman to maybe i i i think it would be hard for a woman to look at them objectively <laughs> when they, when they look at them as an object Woo! Woo-hoo! Ooh! get me in the booth get me in the booth Ooh, i find it hard for a woman to objectively look at the people who are looking at them as an object without respect failing to uh no 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 let me stop (laughs) 
back, baby. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I find it hard for. I think it would be hard for women to be like, yo, like, yeah, I see. I, I'm trying to sympathize with where they're coming from, or with their side, or with their view, so that we can come to a common ground. Like, what is the common ground? Like, you give me a little bit, <laughs> give me a touch. Fuck. <laughs> so yeah, like, I don't think it's one of those, but. There has to be some form of dialogue. There has to be some form of understanding so that at least we can get to the root of the issue. It's just fucking insane. But nonetheless, I saw some parallels between this Elliot Roger dude and the Joker. Obviously, the Joker was designed to be a sympathetic character. Elliot Roger, in just the way that his life played out, he doesn't seem like a sympathetic character. Like, I find it hard to sympathize with him. But I also find it hard to talk badly about those who have passed away, regardless of how, um, who lived a tragic life. Um, like, it's not like shame, but it's like, damn, man, like, what a waste of, I can't even say potential or whatever. It's just, damn, bruh. Like, you really don't want people's lives to go that way, bruh. Like, you really want the best for people. And,. Like that man had had parents and family, and though they had to live the rest of their lives knowing like that this is this is what be, it became of Elliot. So yeah, man, insane, insane shit. But we are now heading towards my favorite part of the podcast, which is dun, 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 the musical project of the week. And this week's musical project is. Uh, Party Mobile, Party Mobile, Party Mobile, Party Mobile. I've never heard it pronounced, but Party Mobile by Party Next Door. I have been listening to it majority of today, not really like the whole week. We listen to like playlists. Like I've been on holiday, nigga. Nigga's been jamming music. Rage has been fucking trapping me out this whole holiday, just trapping. Trap, trappity, trap, trap, and fucking hell, dude. <laughs> no, but he did switch it up. He did switch it up. Let me not be an asshole. He threw down some dope house. Um, I threw down some rock. <laughs> that was not really <laughs> appreciated at times. <laughs> Mainly on the drive home. Um, but yeah, half the drive home, I threw on some rock. But back to Party Mobile. Um, I kind of think it's my favorite party album, dude, or party project. Ah, no, no, it's not. It's not P3, P3. It's either P3 or P2. No, not P2. P3. It's P3. But party, party mobile. I really, I think, for me, it just flows really well, bro. I really enjoy, like, I really enjoy the album, and I think at the time that it came out. It was just like last year. Oh my God, last year this album. I could not could not stop listening to this album. Wow. And every now and then I don't listen to it for a while, and then I come back to it, and I just feel like, oh my God, like, oh my God, it's such an incredible album. So coming back to the album, my favorite songs on the on the album, nothing less. What an introduction, dog. Um, turn up is dope. 
Fuck, bro. It's like one of those albums that I can't skip, bro. I can't skip a song. The news was news to you. was new. Oh, my God. Split decision goes in. Um, I'm not too much of a big fan of Loyal, but I don't skip it. it compared to these other tracks. Touch Me is crazy. Tra- uh, trauma is crazy. Fuck, this whole album is dope, man. Uh, trauma is crazy. Showing you. Um, I own it. I can't really remember right now. Hold up. I own it. I it is dope. I it is dope. Uh, if you can't hear, I'm kind of just reminding myself, giving me a, a refresher of these tracks. Um, believe it, I'm not really like I wanted more from Rihanna, so not really a fan. But it's not a bad song. But I skip it purely because I wanted more from Rihanna, and she didn't give me that. PGT is fucking ill. Never again is pretty dope. Um, I think another day is probably my favorite song. Yeah, it is. It is. Another day is definitely my favorite song of the album. Um, it is fucking insane. Like, oh my god, it's just one of those songs that you can just listen to on repeat forever. Ah, oh. so you're not ready. <laughs> it's always another day. Rain in my parade. It seems like you're scared. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what what a song sorry guys sorry guys i got i got i, I shouldn't ever do this again <laughs> listen to these songs while talking to you i'll just get lost in the sauce and then savage anthem is just I, it was probably the first time i heard i heard it all, oh the first song i heard um, in bits like I heard snippets on the Joe Button podcast and I was fucking crying with laughter like it's just <laughs> oh it's so toxic it's so toxic such a toxic song um he is one of the kings of toxicity and I think I live vicariously through him because like I'm trying my best and I think I'm succeeding um, for the most part, I don't think I'm completely not toxic, but I guess like toxic is normally in the sense of a relationship, and that's why I say um, attempting because although I'm not in a relationship, I still like interact in that realm, if you say so, <laughs> if you can call it that. <laughs> this is why I'm not in a relationship. Like I talk about relationships as realms or like the space. <laughs> Um, and I probably have bad habits still. Um, yeah, man, we'll get into those on another day. Today's not the day, <laughs> but yeah, that's the, uh, that's the project of the week, guys. Um, if you're still listening to this podcast, I really fuck with you, man. Real talk. I, I appreciate you. You're the shit. Um, it's been an interesting one. I hope it's a decent time. Like, these have been getting pretty long, bro. But yet again, if you have been listening to the podcast, if you're still listening at this point, I fuck with you immensely. Until the next time, I bid you adieu. And I will see you soon.